So I'm not going back and forth with a man who thinks that they should be in my position. If you want to be in my position, get in my position. Do you believe that? Bluff City Media presents The Anthony Sane Show on YouTube at Bluff City Media. Stepping up to the microphone is your host, Anthony Sane. Acknowledge me. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Anthony Sane Show. This is, of course, your host, Anthony Sane. We're not live in studio today. We're going remote. We are one day removed from the NBA trade deadline. NBA stuff going all over the place. Grizz just made some moves. Made one move, really, but you know, they've been making moves this entire time. My guy, Kenny Stubblefield, is across the worldwide web from me. Kenny, what is going on, my brother? My brother, it's good to see you, man. Man, good stuff going have you on. Recovered from, have you recovered from the trade deadline? Yeah, I'm good, man. We're, we're actually a, a, a few hours removed in real time when we recorded this. So I'm good, man. Been a lot of stuff going on. People thought this wasn't going to be a busy trade deadline. A lot of movement, man. A lot, a lot of, of teams kind of <coughs> gearing up. New York Knicks made some major moves. The Memphis Grizzlies, man, got um, Dave Roddy about this joint, man. I wonder. Weird. With Dave Roddy going good, to Phoenix. But... I wonder, I wonder, does he get the the height jump like Vince Williams got when he signed his contract here? Because David Roddy is every bit of 6'3", 6'4". I wonder they're going to make him 6'8". When he goes to put, go play in Phoenix, we'll see how that uh, all of a sudden out. his wingspan is going to grow by like bro, six yeah. inches, bro. He made yeah, a we'll seven see. foot wingspan. We'll see how that whole thing goes down, man. Uh, but yeah, man, I got a, a great show today, man. My good friend Rail Myers. Uh, if you don't know who Rail Myers is, you will about today. Just man. a fin- fantastic content creator, man. Uh, covers the New Orleans Pelicans. She's just incredible. That's all I can say, man. She's just really good at what she does. Really has a real heart for what she does, for real, man. She's another person who. She'll tell you I'm not a media member, man. <laughs> you know what nah, I mean? I'm just out yeah. of doing my thing. You know what I mean? And and she's definitely somebody that I I am inspired by. Glad to have her on today. Looking forward to having her on for the sit down with Sane. Yeah, we got to ask her some tough questions about the New Orleans Memphis shit, man. Like, yeah, it's man, a lot of yeah. a lot of things I want to get into with her, man. Just being a minority like she is in this uh, industry as well. Also being a woman, going to mm-hmm. see if she uh, will, will let us go behind the curtain on those type of things <clears throat> with her as well. But since the last time we talked, Kenny Stubblefield, like we said, the NBA trade deadline was today. The Memphis Grizzlies made a trade. Actually, they made two since the last time we talked. Yep. Uh, we'll start with the one. Let's start with the one that happened a couple of days ago, uh, uh, Xavier Tillman. Xavier Tillman was a guy nobody could say anything about. You never hear anybody say they don't like Xavier Tillman, right? right. He's always a guy had a workman's attitude, a guy who was told several times over the years that he won't be a part of what we're doing, <clears throat> a guy who was sitting down when we were shorthanded, you know, with this season, you know what I mean? And a guy who always was available told the team he wanted to go play in the G League just to stay ready. And we needed mm-hmm. him a couple of years ago, uh, the, the year that he did that. Uh, ended up needing him. He came in and did well. Uh, the year that uh, that was the year Steven Adams got hurt, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And uh, the first season when Steven Adams got hurt and we had um, had him ready, he was ready to go. No, that was two years ago. That was the year that uh, the first year we had Steven Adams, the year that we, the, the year that we, um, the year that we lost to uh, Minnesota, that was the year that he he was. Uh, no, we beat Minnesota, lost to Golden State. That's what I mean. Beat Minnesota, lost to Golden State. Yeah, he, yep. that was that year that he. That said was he, that year, right? Yeah, that, that regular season was the year that he said he, um, he just he'll be fine. I mean, he was going to go to the G League to get some time. Yeah. yeah. Um, just a great guy, man. Guy got married super young, had a family, kids, wife, all these things. Um. Just a solid guy, man. Never heard anything saying anything negative about the team, about his players. They all seem to like him. Uh, we joked about him being our young Udonis Haslam, right? Yeah, <laughs> like right. You, the guy was 23, and we're talking about he's our Udonis Haslam. But 
Um, hate to see him go, but a smart move that probably wasn't necessary move, man. You let yeah. go of a guy who was on an expiring deal. You let him go to Boston. And guess what, man? You can bring him back. I don't think he's going to demand a lot of money this summer. If he wants to come back, the team wants him back. You can get him either for the full mid-level exception if you're able to stay under the tax line. <clears throat> and if you are a luxury tax team, you still get you know that luxury tax uh, 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 exception as well. Right. So I would not be surprised to see Xavier Tillman back uh, with this Memphis organization, depending on how things go uh, this summer. You traded him to Boston. You got two second-round picks. The Grizzlies are – it does seem like the Grizzlies are prepping for something, something major, you know, when it comes down to this offseason. And I don't know whether that's um, trading for a starting center or maybe trading for another position, maybe trading for a guy who could be a guy who could make Jaron Jackson Jr.'s job a lot easier if, mm. if he's your uh, if he's going to be your five on paper or whatever. So I don't know what the Grizzlies are planning on doing. Looks like they are trying to – number one thing they're trying to do, don't get it twisted. Number one thing it seems like they're trying to do is save money. They got to save money, money, man. And, and yeah. roster spots. They can't their, – their financial situation is about to change a lot when, when Desmond Bain's contract kicks in. So they've got to be uh, fiscally responsible when it comes down to things like that. So when it comes down to the Xavier Tillman trade, I get it. Hate to see X leave. Hope he goes out there and wins the championship, man. I'll how much it. does he help? How much does he help Boston? I'm not sure. I, I can see a scenario where he ain't playing. Yeah. I mean, he was on this team and wasn't playing. You know I mean? It's so, true. It's true. That's true. I mean, you know, so uh, I, I hope he gets some playing time. I like like to see him do his thing in Boston, you know, a little bit in the playoffs or whatever. Uh, but as soon as our regular season ends, I'll be pulling for I'll be pulling for Boston anyway. I ain't gonna lie, yeah, I'm the yeah. I'm a closet uh, Jason Tatum staying anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'll definitely be pulling for my boy Tillman uh, when he puts on that green for sure. Um, today's trade you sent out a uh, uh, David Roddy to Phoenix, a weird trade that uh, Phoenix Suns were involved in. What was the original trade that that what was the it oh was Phoenix. And, oh, Phoenix and Brooklyn. Phoenix and Brooklyn made the deal for Royce O'Neal. The Grizzlies right. got involved in it. They sent because right. uh, Phoenix was running out of bodies, right? So the Grizzlies sent over uh, David Roddy to Phoenix. Got back uh, Ch- uh, Chemezi. Is it Chemezi Metu? Is that Chemezi Metu or Metu or something like yeah, that? Um, yeah, yeah. Six yeah. uh, ten power forward center, kind of athletic, kind of long body. Six nine, six ten power forward center. Comes to the Grizzlies as well as our good friend Yuta Watanabe, man. Uh, uh, my daughter Sabrina, of course, is in love with Japanese culture, and but she never really was interested in the fact that we had a Japanese player for the Grizzlies. Never really cared about her at all. And I told her, I said, "We got the Japanese player back again." Sabrina, she said, uh, "You want me to teach you how to talk to him when he comes to the locker room?" Oh, I that's said, no. funny, man. I said, no, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. He speaks English. You don't speak English, right? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he does. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, man, got you the back. Uh, the deal's kind of strange. Only thing, only way I look at it is, <coughs> if you're talking basketball, you get a free look at two dudes as opposed to one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the Grizzlies way Victor Oladipo today, so you get a, a free look at two guys instead of one. Me too, maybe a player they take a look at. I'm not buying it. Um, and you get you the back, man. Who you has a player option? He can opt in for this summer. I could very well see a scenario where you and his camp uh, opt out of that and try to sign somewhere else in free agency because uh, it's only a two and a half million dollar deal for next year. Right. So he could be somebody that could roll off. Um, and the Grizzlies might see something they like, man. This is a guy that the Grizzlies, you know, took very young in his career. His, he was a rookie on this team. Um, 
And sometimes I was talking to Greer about this and Mark King as well. Sometimes, man, like as a GM, you can have a guy that you see leave and go do other things somewhere else. He was like, I knew I was right. I knew I knew that was yeah. in that dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's like, okay, let me see if I can get some of that back because he was Utah was okay in Toronto. He was really good in Brooklyn. He goes to Phoenix and he shit. And maybe you know, climbing's like, hey, I can I I I know that that uh that Brooklyn version of him was somewhere in there where he was shooting 44% from three, playing defense, right? Those type of things. So, you know, who cares? Kind of a six eight, six nine body. Utah can defend. It's kind of a Kind of an energy guy, so to speak. Um, but I think the I think the main reason why, if the Grizzlies had their pick of dudes and who comes back, um, we got new Grizzly jerseys that he can wear his number in that could get sold over in Japan. Versions of the Grizzlies you've never seen before, Japan, are now available. We got a city edition jersey. We got a new baby blue joint. You know what I mean? We got, they said we about to sell some jerseys. Yeah, we got all that for y'all, man. We yeah. Fact, we got, got two new jerseys y'all ain't never seen before that you do yeah. not have. Hey, don't mess around. Don't mess around like Jason Wex will be feeling himself and say, hey, hey, you know, let's get a new number. Let's get a new number this time around. You're right. So we, we can sell all these jerseys, man, for sure. Um, because if you do not know you the Watanabe, when you're talking about like as far as like media attention, oh my god, that freshman that sorry, that rookie year when Job was here. Ja got the most attention. Yuta Watanabe was close, very close behind him. In some cases, he was even more. Like being yeah. for real, man. Yuta had like a huge Japanese presence when it came down to Grizzly games for sure. Like media folks from Japan moved to Memphis to cover that man. Oh, like yeah. They were sure. here. For yeah, sure, man. Crazy. For sure. Uh, overall thoughts on the trade deadline. I love what the Knicks did. Uh, I'll give a real Myers about this later on the two. She's going to join us for uh, the three-pointer. Love what the Knicks did for sure, man. To get, you know, two guys who are proven. You know, guys, I want to say Burks has playoff experience too, but uh, yeah, I think he has. I think he went there with the Knicks before. <clears throat> yeah, and I think that Utah team, no, he wouldn't. No, he was on those bad Utah teams, but yeah, um, two experienced just bucket makers, man. And, and, and Bogdanovich and Alec Burks, um, coming from Detroit, going to um, New York in their deal. Um, we'll talk about all that, man. Uh, I, they definitely made the biggest move. Everyone else, Dallas kind of did some good stuff too, man. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas really did some things, yeah. Were you surprised Dallas got off Grant Williams the way they did so cool? Nah, he's been terrible. I, yeah, I don't he's think been he's been bad. good for them, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I don't think he's been good for them at all. Um, you gotta get PJ people... Washington back, getting PJ Washington back for that team, that Dallas team, man. That's gonna be because you're talking about a pick and roll, pick and pop kind of guy, like, yeah. You that only helps Luca, man. Like yep. that's that's an interesting, um, interesting yeah. get for the for yep. the. I like what Oklahoma City did. Not as much on the court, but they're going to free up a lot of money this offseason and be able to actually draft some of those draft picks they have and not have to trade those off. Um, yeah, been a very interesting, very busy trade deadline. But I'm gonna get out the way, man. Like I said, one of the most awesome, awesome content creators, man, in this NBA world, man. Real Myers is about to join us for the sit down with Sane. About to take a break, y'all. When we come back, it's gonna be me. Rail Myers here on the Edge of the Saints show. See you guys in a minute. Yeah. But Vince Williams is the closest thing we've seen to Tony Allen. One hundred percent, Tony Allen. Uh, we've, we, I think that 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 has been really thrown around very loosely in a kind of just joking manner for a lot of people, uh, because you know everybody with the, for the love that we have for TA, such a such a uh, uh, big pack, big factor in this franchise. He 
we throw that thing around. We throw that grand, the grindson thing around lightly because it's kind of funny on Twitter. But he is the closest thing to Tony Allen that has been so far in a Memphis uniform, and I, I yeah. think that's very. I mean, Danton Melton might have been the other, but but to your point, you, and that that's what made me think about this is that the fearlessness that he plays with. That's what Tony Allen played with. He yeah. did not care who you were. He doesn't He doesn't see a name on that. Tune in to The Daily Grind with Mark King and Luke Hatmaker at 1 p.m. every Monday through Friday live on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel. One of the original core four members, a pillar of this franchise. He walked so the new era could run. Mark Gasol is going to have his 33 hung in the rafter. But Mark really <clears throat> revitalized the Grizz, not only for me, but for a, a large seg segment of the Mid-South, right? Like he was kind of the driving force behind that because nobody could take over a game. San Zebo, nobody could take over a game like Mark Gasol could. Right. But when he was aggressive on offense, he was a walking bucket, man. Just that mid-range, like elbow shot was just lethal. And so... You know, Mike Conley was the or was the conductor, is what they call it. Mark yeah. Gasol was equally that to this team. He was the he, heart and soul. He was such a Euro basket kind of basketball player. He was so, so smart. cerebral. So and he, smart. He knew what you were doing before you knew what you were doing, and it came to fruition so many times on the defensive end to the point to where he was the NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Tune in to the Two Buck Sports Show with Rusty Witten and Drew Gann every Friday at 3 p.m. only on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Edge of the Same Show. Super excited for this guest, man. I don't, I don't be on my group of shit about too many folks in this media game. Just being real with y'all. But this young lady right here, man, big rail. Rail Myers from New Orleans, one of my Yo. favorite content creators out here. Yeah, I sure don't be on nobody jock who, who cover another team like that, man. But this is my <laughs> homie right here. I really just really got introduced to this lady this season, really. I, we, I looked on Twitter. I was like, how long? I, I, I don't know how long ago I followed you, but we followed each other, seemed like for a while. But I really yeah. got to know who you are. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's that button on Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it's that button on Twitter. Hold on, I'm about to tell you right now. Bad, bad podcasting right here. But it's that. Um, <laughs> Not the follows button, but the other jump. The for you uh, tab. The for you tab. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The for you yeah. tab is what really connected me to you. Uh, yeah. My guy, my uh, my other partner on on Twitter, and lost. I'm so stuck on. Uh, I never knew what his real name is. I just know him by his Twitter name. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> J Dub probably put me on you. That's probably how we initially got connected. But for probably. those who don't know, uh, Rail Myers is a very very talented. Uh, uh, content creator from the New Orleans Pelicans fan base slash media world. We both relate to these folks who got something to say about letting fans in the locker room and y'all ain't nothing <laughs> but some fans. Yeah, that's your mammy. I don't care, care what you got to say. <laughs> we go, we gonna talk about some everything today. NBA trade deadline. We, we open up the show talking about that. We just go have some fun this segment and next segment we'll jump on to particular trades you saw today. I just want to have just a full blast conversation with you. I'm really yeah. sick too because you about to be in my city. Yeah. <laughs> when the Grizzlies play the Pelicans, we were gonna to try to do this live. I'm like, man, 
I'm not even gonna be in town. So I said, Come no, we gotta bring man. the girl on, on, on pretty soon. Um, I'm gonna start off with this. What's it like? Because I'm not gonna put too much of your personal business out there, but I know you <laughs> have a lot of disadvantages that a lot of people don't have in this market, right? I mean, yeah, in, in, yeah. in this in this in this field that you're in of content creating, right? Mm -hmm. You were, first of all, you're not a man. <laughs> That's number one. And, and you're not white. <laughs> number two. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I know it's hard. You know what I mean? And I've seen people, I've seen this happen so many times, man. And, and I'll mm -hmm. make this statement. Um, and people say, well, it's it's hard for women in, in media. And that's and I say, yes, that's true. Yeah. And I said, but it's also super harder, it's harder for black women. Yeah. And it's also harder for women who just put content only out there and they're not trying to be cute or sexy yeah. or showing ass or you know. <laughs> I, I seem to be real easy for the one showing ass. I haven't seen them say anything. And, hey, oh, shit. You know? Likes, you know what I mean? So, like, all right, cool. I seen them come there and say, hey, the sky is blue. Oh, shit, the sky is blue. I like that shit. It's like, crazy. I've seen it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, what is what is it like for you? Because I've seen people say just stupid, dumb shit to you, right? I've seen you post videos and people just say dumb things in the comments. Man. What is it? And then, like I said, you also lean totally into being a New Orleans Pelicans fan. And yeah. there's this fake facade out here like we're not supposed to like the team we cover or like the team we, <laughs> damn city we live in you know what i mean so right what what's it like for you just explain some of the the the, the bullshit you go through in this yeah. content creating world of covering the nba team well for me it's like i'm not like covering the team in any like official official capacity right are like i'm just doing i can't name nobody else to cover the penalty <laughs> you are as official as to me my friend i don't know what you talking about I just be doing my thing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like I'm, I'm, I, the way I approach everything is is fan first for me. Mm -hmm. Like I've been a fan of the team, and there was a little um a period. There was like a five, six, seven year gap where I didn't watch no NBA. I wasn't watching mm -hmm. the Pelicans. I was I wasn't watching the Pelicans when they became the Pelicans. Like the mm -hmm. the maybe between 2010, 2017, or something. I'm telling you, I wasn't watching no NBA at all. I was like, forget it. I'm just I don't I don't care. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but before that, before Hurricane Katrina, all those things, like I was in there, I was going to games. It was like it was a thing with me and my family. My mom was a really big basketball fan. She got me into basketball. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've just been a fan, and I got back into really, really being a fan a few years ago, became a season ticket holder, and things just kind of have um exploded when the Pelicans started one and twelve and they were three and sixteen at the beginning mm -hmm. of the 2021-2022 season. And um me and a couple of friends started what's called the Pels 12. It's just a grassroots effort to like get more people going to games and watching games. Even when mm -hmm. the team's out of town, we do watch parties and things like that. Like you do your watch parties, we do ours too. Yeah. So right. that you know that's gotten some some attention from the team, but they're not trying to mess with it on any like official capacity, official level, you know. Yeah. And it's like, from a from a PR marketing standpoint, it's like, I get it. But at the same time, you could very well, as an organization, lean into what we're doing. Come on, um, man. Never like, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's crazy because just over these last few years watching what the Grizzlies do, it's like they're so much more in tap. Like, they're tapped into what's going on with the fan base. They're tapped into the city. With us, mm -hmm. it's just like, you can tell it's just a bunch of random kids who just graduated from college, just got uh, hired by the organization. They yeah. don't know nothing about New Orleans. It's NOLA to them. People from New Orleans, we don't call it NOLA. Right. We just really don't. <laughs> so it's like we know that y'all not oh, I from got some, here. I got some examples of this same shit over here too. <laughs> it's you know, like we, we know that y'all not from called, here. Uh, we do something called uh, uh, slicing here. Uh-huh, what's that? It's like when you hitting the, uh, you hitting the pool. 
So real. Okay. Oh, I forgot. I forgot this. Uh, this is my sport. <laughs> I'm gonna say some n words. It's I always say some n words. Shit. It's some. It's some real. Uh, 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 Afrocentric thing that we yeah. do, where you hit the pool and you like slicing the wall like. Bah, like <laughs> it's just a real Memphis. I never heard of this. Before. Yeah. All right. So. The Grizzly did a video. The, Gri <laughs> yeah. the Grizzly did a video about it. I was like, nah, but it's not slicing. But it was like white people doing like, nah, stop. Uh, stop hitting the court. So Business they was, man. They was trying to swag yeah, surf without swag. Yeah, stop. <laughs> well, I feel you. Yeah, they just not really like it, it was weird because the first year that we really started doing the uh the parties and things, and this is the first time I'm getting noticed by the organization because mm -hmm. I'm the face of what's going on with the watch parties and stuff. Like right. there were other people. Uh, my guy Chris started doing the Pelican Spaces. He was blowing up. He was getting their attention. And then mm -hmm. we started doing the watch parties. Um, and so there was a lady who worked for their um, brand strategy who ended up leaving the team after like after that season, I think. She left. Right. And um, she had kind of become my contact real quick. And since she's been gone, the team is just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Because it got to a point where she was like, look, we're going to get y'all 20 tickets and some food vouchers. And y'all just give them to the most rowdy mm -hmm. fans. And it was like, yo, we got a little movement. We be, we able to get people yeah. in the building, you know? Yeah. And ever since then, it's like it was a changing of the guard. And whoever came in after that was just like, nah, we're not trying to hear what they're doing over there. And it's crazy because, like, we got movement out here. Mm -hmm. And, like, when players see me, players know me. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, it's mm -hmm. wild. So I'm just like, I'm just staying in everybody's face. But at the same time, it's like, I'm just doing, I'm just having fun, just doing stuff. I'm meeting people. I'm, you know, mm -hmm. talking to people in the front office. They know me when they see me, stuff like that. But it's like, it's gotten to a point now where it's like, I'm doing so well, just like ascending as just me. I don't need to be filling out no applications trying to work for them. I'm not going to have the freedom to just be me anyway if I do. Yeah, right. So people be tweeting at the team, Harrell, and I'd be like, cut that I'm out. Straight, I'm yeah, I'm straight, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely have a similar story. I had so many battles with the Grizzlies, man. Like, you know what I mean? And now I'm buddy yeah. buddy with all of them over there. Like, I'm super See? tight. Like, they they open up, play, they literally open up doors for me, man. Like, with my, <laughs> with my mentoring group, they let me bring my mentoring group kids in, and 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 they're able to cover games and all those type of things for sure. Yeah. Um, I, you said you said that you look at the Grizzlies. I know you guys are a looking ass organization uh, over there with the Pelicans. Uh, I, I know that you guys are uh, constantly just building these teams to beat the Grizzlies. I, I know you guys are like building these super teams over there in New Orleans. Uh, I know y'all try to get Dejounte Murray, who Man. we got. You know, we think we 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 believe Dejounte Murray has beef with y'all. I, I said he's, he was a really trying to beat the, get the, back this Grizzly beater, this, this Grizzly stop. <laughs> That's no, but crazy. seriously, no. Uh, I would like to know because here's something that has happened over time. I started covering the Grizzlies with uh, in the locker room covering them. Like, well, that's not true either. But I started covering them for my first like paid gig, real like real money coming in, paid gig. Yeah. Uh, in 2019-20, right? Okay. Which is, yeah. Which is Jaws' rookie season, right? Right. Right. And um, that was the same year. Uh, you guys got Zion, mm -hmm. and I I took the road trip to New Orleans, right? And yeah. uh, New Orleans is easily one of my favorite cities. Easily one of yeah. my favorite cities. Best food, Whew. women, like amazing. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, uh, but basically, what I'm trying to say is this, right? It, it seems like there should be a natural rivalry between two teams that are. In the South, like that, we aren't that far away from each other, right? It's a, right. The famous Memphis to New Orleans train ride, right? Everybody knows. <laughs> um, but with that being said, I would like to know 
because it seems like you guys fans do get up and really do feel a way about us. Yeah. And I want to know, is it is it the way that I perceive? Like, do y'all really give a shit? About yeah, the like, I, think I, I, I think so, for sure. I mean, like, yeah. I can only really speak for me, just, but just from my perspective, what I see um, as far as like how other people act, like, yeah, mm -hmm. they definitely feel like y'all shouldn't be as far ahead of us as you mm -hmm. have been. You know, you had back to back 50 win seasons mm -hmm. like we had a 36 win season and a 42 win season. And it's like, bro, come on. And, and, and then we got booted from the, the play in last season. So it's just like, mm. um, I think a lot of people look at it kind of like, nah, man, they, I don't like this. I don't like, cause we supposed to be where they at. And, and for right. me personally, that's what it's turning into for me with OKC. And I'm like, mm -mm, nah, oh, we nah, both, nah, 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 nah. oh, we gonna get to that. <laughs> Yo, ugly jersey ass, man. Got the, uh, everything come about on. them is ugly, bro. They logo ugly. <laughs> You every, every jersey they got is ugly. Like city edition, yeah. city edition, whatever you got, that shit trash. Like <laughs> the players on the team look like goofballs. They look like a bunch of uh embryos, man. It. Get them dudes out and look, of here. And, it, and look, and they done got Gordon Hayward. He gonna fit right in. But anyway, well, yeah, exactly, bro. Man, get y'all garbage. I can't, bro. I can't stand them folks. But yeah, I think I think whatever you what you're seeing, there is some truth to that. Again, yeah. I can't speak for like everybody, but just from from what I could tell. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like, mm, nah, we supposed to be doing this. But a lot of it is just bad luck and injuries for us. And I mean, mm -hmm. y'all seeing it right now with the injuries y'all right. got. Otherwise, I feel like y'all would be cool. Right. Um, I don't know if y'all would be fine in the West per se, you know, <laughs> as John would say. <laughs> but still, like, I feel like y'all would be good if it wasn't for like, this, like, catastrophic season y'all having as far as the injury report goes. It's insane. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say this. Um. Well, I'm looking at the shirt you got on, right? I'm looking at your color scheme, right? I'm just wondering what you. I want to do a sneaker check, which I'm just wondering what you got on your feet right now, man. Yo, bro, I don't have no shoes on. This is what uh, I mean. Okay, this okay. I thought I you might have had the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought you might have had the uh, the jaw one uh, bites hey, on, which I which man. I know just came. I just got my bites, yeah, but I ain't wearing them. Look, I have dogs, and it's a lot of dog hair on the floors and things, yeah. and I haven't decided yet, are these shoes, am I going to wear those on just on the court, or am I going to wear them out in the world? I haven't decided okay. yet, so they're in the box, but they're here. They're in safekeeping, right. but they fire, man. That's my second pair of jaw ones, and Pelicans fans asking me, why am I supporting him? And I'm like, mind your <laughs> business. Right. <laughs> well, I, I will never put some Zions on, because some shit is ugly. But, Bro, uh, if listen. They, if they were fly... <laughs> Zion has <laughs> shoes for like fat kids. Like that's what he makes, that's what he makes his shoes. <laughs> Give me a break, man. Look, Zion. I got a stubby son and he has some Zion. He's like, Dad, I don't want these for fat kids. <laughs> like some. That's insane, bro. Look, shout out to Zion. <laughs> I got a free pair of the Zion threes from him a little while ago. I got a video on my YouTube, my uh -oh. YouTube channel about it. Mm -hmm. Um, he gave he had this event where he gave out a bunch of free shoes, and the shoes are like a limited run, so they're numbered one through five hundred, things like that, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, the shoes. The colorway, they look kind of cool, but the issue with the shoes was that they were so, so, so narrow. And I'm like, yo, I can't wear these. Well, right, and they were, right. yeah, they were free. So I was like, am I yeah. able to like, just like, I, I don't know if I can exchange this. So now I just have this random pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. But it was a nice gesture. Um, he's yeah, a cool dude. Like a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they so narrow, they so tight. My feet was tingling and falling asleep. It was crazy. Oh, okay. Well, so how much how much do you think um the way the Pelicans fans feel about the Grizzlies like goes back to the job Zion both being rookies, you know, two high profile rookies? Do you think it's that yeah. or do you think it's the logistics of the cities or what? 
for me, I think it's just that. It's just, I mean, yeah, you're in our in our uh, division, and so we have to see you a lot. But mm-hmm. there's just there's been so much talk of like you know Zion was hurt, and and everyone likes to talk about if there was a redraft, job will go first, and it's just like, mm-hmm. bro, yeah, Zion had has had a lot of bad like his injury history is is bad, but there's no GM that would have been able to keep their job after not drafting him first. Like we don't have to do this. (laughs) We really don't have to do this, you know? So I think a lot of it stems just from those two guys. And it's crazy because like, you know, they have the, that personal history with each other from, you know, Mm -hmm. AAU days and things like that. So um, it don't even, I don't think it goes any further back than that at all. I don't remember any Pelicans fans, having any animosity towards Memphis. It was mostly like the Spurs or something, you know, the Spurs are yeah. aggravated. <laughs> yeah, it seemed, like, it seemed like it started around that time. And uh, yeah. I know I was um, one of the people who was kind of create this rivalry. Like, why aren't we rivals with like this? Because at that time, you know, B.I. was still young. You know what I mean? Yeah. Y'all had uh, Jackson Hayes, who looks like a yeah. fraggle rock. Y'all, I mean, y'all oh, had... Man. He's a giraffe. Y'all, y'all, y'all had your boy uh, Nikhil Alexander yeah. Walker. Yeah, yeah, y'all had a nice yeah. little yeah, Lonzo Ball. Yeah, y'all had a nice little young crew, man. So at that point, then yeah. y'all have uh then y'all have JJ Reddick too. We did. We had him for yeah. two years or like a year yeah. and a half, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to create that thing. I think it's coming though. Uh, we gotta we gotta make that happen. We gotta start like a little fake feud or something between me and you. We don't know this <laughs> man, you be throwing some many lobs to each other. We be that's crazy. Yeah, so, man, yeah, and they crazy. Yo, they crazy behind me, bro. Like <laughs> people who follow me, they just be like, "You're gonna be talking around like that," and I'll be like, "Yo, I don't even know who you are." Right, right, right. <laughs> Thank you for having my back. <laughs> right. Uh, what are what are your thoughts on like like NBA shit takes? Because the thing is, like, it's me and a content creator, and now yeah. that you got Twitter blue, Twitter cutting you a check every week now, right? I mean, every two weeks now, right? So yeah. it's like it pays to just say goofball shit. Yeah. But something I noticed about you, everything that come out your mouth, you just saying real talk. You just happen to be a funny person, like me. Yeah. Like I just, I just try to be funny. I try to say shit that's real to me, mm-hmm. and more likely you are gonna think that shit funny. Like I'm not gonna say. Then you can that's tell it. the people are like, bro, get this goofy shit off my Twitter, bro. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> what what are your thoughts of the current state of just how content creation or just yeah online marketing, whatever you're doing? What are you? What's your what are your thoughts on the current state? Of? Yeah, I'm not a fan at all of like the shock value tweets. And things like that. And um, I just, like I said earlier, I just be doing what I like to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And my Twitter, like I've been on Twitter for so long on the same account, like since January of 2009, <laughs> bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it's not like an account that I made and was like, this is going to be my professional Twitter and I'm going to talk about basketball, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I be talking about my dogs on there and how they drive me crazy. And I'm talking about the yeah. game. And when the game's done, I'm talking trash about going to the Lakers spaces and listening to them whine after they mm-hmm. lose, you know? And so it's like, I just get on there and I'm, I'm posting videos, whether it be like some highlights or me talking, like, no, at this point, no matter what I do every two weeks, I'm going to get about $20 from Elon and I'm cool with that <laughs> because I don't have to pay well, for, paying for the damn check no more. I'm good. Yeah, as long as I don't have to like, I'm not paying out of pocket for Twitter blue. I'm cool. Like I'm just on here. Yeah. I'm just building like my brand of like, how I interact with people and how I talk about the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I'm not really like an X's and O's type. I'm not a CBA and salary cap type. Like I'm it just a fan to be. Right. who be saying stuff. Right. <laughs> just be saying stuff. So yeah, yeah I, I don't like I totally get to say. Now Appreciate another uh, issue in regards to the Grizzlies and the Pelicans is a uh, gentleman by the name of Trey Murphy. Right, so <laughs> you it's laughing? I ain't, I ain't got shit to laugh about. It's, I'm talking about you just because we just talking about takes. 
Yeah, man, because we was talking about takes, and I was thinking about Mike and how Mike was talking about Trey and, and Zaire. And I'm, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. All right, come on. We go. Shout out to my boy, Michael Arrell, too. Yeah. Um, but now, um, Trey Murphy, right? <clears throat> yeah. You over there laughing at T. Hen. I'm over there sick. But uh, Trey Murphy, taking 19th in the draft, a pick that was that was originally the Grizzlies pick. We made a deal with you guys for yeah. Steven Adams. Um, gave you guys Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah. yeah. Seemed like an even swap. We could be just going to dap it up. On <laughs> you, know, you guys have got good years out of JV. We had good years out of Steven Adams. There you but go. It's, 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 it, then you guys got rid of, uh, uh, what was the guy y'all got rid of? Uh, oh, man. Who? Uh... Athletic point guard, combo guard. Eric Bledsoe, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. We had to get rid of him. We got rid of Lonzo, too. Yeah, we had to get rid of Bledsoe. Like, yeah. So it's like, hey, you know, it's, you know <clears throat> shit happens. You know what I mean? Whatever. Shit happens. Yeah. So, but that Zaire Williams Trey Murphy part <laughs> is the part the Grizzly fans still feel way about. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you an opportunity, Rail, to just really rub that in my face. <laughs> what how good of a player do you, what do you see his cap being in the next five years as he goes like into his prime years? Man, it's nuts. I was so and I'm still very, very high on Trey Murphy. I'm a I'm a Trey Murphy believer. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a stan, but like I believe in the guy. You know, I've I've like grown a relationship with his parents, things like that. Mm. Um, I tell people, this is kind of funny. I tell people my goal in life is to go to Trey Murphy's wedding. He don't even have a girlfriend, but someday I'm going to be so close to these people. <laughs> I'm going to be at his wedding. But Trey had such a good off season. Like I'm just watching all these videos. And I know the guy who's like his videographer and he's posting all these things in the off season and Trey was putting in work. Mm. Like he went to Italy on vacation with his parents, but he was in the gym in Italy. That he's like renting out gyms. Like he's just doing his thing. He's putting in work and he's ready. He's getting ready to earn this, you know, next contract and everything. And then he had the um issue with his knee, his like meniscus or something like that. And it's like right now it feels like in the back of his mind, that's all he's thinking about. Like the confidence in his shot just mm-hmm. hasn't been there. Um, he's not really like attacking the rim. And it's just like the, and that was the first time he'd ever been injured. And so mm-hmm. now it's like he's dealing with this mental hurdle. And I know once he gets over that. And he gets past all that injury stuff, he's gonna be able to ascend beyond what we saw in the first two seasons. And he looked really good in the first season, but his minutes were limited. Um, you know, and the defense buy-in wasn't there. And if you ain't playing right. defense with Willie Green, he ain't feeling it. So <laughs> Trey was getting benched a lot. Mm-hmm. But as a shooter, especially alongside you know our rookie Jordan Hawkins, like these guys can be a great tandem moving forward, and they think mm-hmm. that they could rival Stephen Clay. That's what they think, you know. So, and and that's a possibility somewhere down the line. They're still very young. It's a third year guy and a rookie, but um, Trey could be really, really, really good. And right now, he's just he's just in a funk. But it's one of those things when you're a shooter, you got to shoot out of it. Like you shoot or shoot. You're not gonna make Mm -hmm. it if you're not shooting. So you got to get that rhythm um, and just keep putting the shots up. So I think he's gonna be really, really good. And he's adding other things to his game. You know, you see guys in the off season um, working on things, and you expect them to add it into a game, then they don't. And now early in the season when he came back, he was doing these things. He'd pull up, dribble, you know, do a little midi because he wasn't doing no midis in the first two years. Mm-hmm. So you can see he's trying to make that progress. But now that he's into this little funk, it's tough. It's tough. But, I mean, well, it's not too late for Zaire. Oh, yeah, it's too late. No, nah, but if, if, <laughs> if, you ever get, if y'all ever get tired of him, if y'all ever feel like, you know, you ever get tired oh, of him, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Some people, some people are very I, I I'm a little bit more patient, which is crazy for me to say because in in other aspects of life, I'm the most impatient person ever. But I'm more patient with like Trey being in the slump and things. But a lot of people are just like, no, nah, he got to get it together. And I'm like, 
I have no comment. Yeah, he do need to get together. Like, get him out of there. Get... <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> the Memphis, man. Let's, let's, make the, let's do the trade back over again. Uh-uh, you want to hit the undo button? You want to hit control right, Z? Yeah, let's go do that. <laughs> so, I, hey, because y'all, y'all have a lot of good wings, though. Y'all have a lot of good, man. interchangeable, defensive-minded wings. So, y'all, used to have y'all, nothing. y'all could look at a dude like that. We used to have nothing in terms of like wings, and now it's like wings are us, you know. Yeah, it's y'all, crazy. Yeah, y'all got a 10 piece over there for sure. <laughs> for sure. Extra weight, uh, yeah, exactly. Man, I, I, I feel a way, man, because y'all, y'all really is looking at Trey Burke like, oh, Trey's really struggling. I wish we yeah. had the type of problem because I'm doing you got his ass. <laughs> I got people, I got people trying That's to argue me talking about some uh Jake LaRavia. Like, man, yo, shut the hell up talking to me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Man, yeah, yeah, wild stuff, wild stuff for sure. For I sure. tell you what, real, we gotta take a break, friend. When we come back, we're gonna do something we call the three-pointer, man. What we talk Uh-oh. about three things going on in the world of sports. We just gonna talk some NBA trades, trade deadline was today. We're gonna talk about that. About to take a break. We'll be right back with my girl Rail Myers, New Orleans Pelicans, independent content creator in the building. We'll, we'll be back in a minute, y'all, on the Anthony Sane Show. I just want to ask the question. Should Derrick Rose retire? <laughs> I mean, I'm being dead serious. It's not nothing against the guy. I know, I know you are. That's why it sucks. I'm asking the, a legit question because he can't stay injury free. I don't know if it, you know, maybe an offseason helps. Magic eight ball. All signs point to yes. Sheesh. That's the sad part of it, too. It's, again, like, I know a lot of people want him to do the Udonis Haslam thing. Like, that's that's the extent of Derrick Rose at this point. It's, okay. Like, he still showed. I mean, he had a nice move under the basket tonight. But it's, man, like, he's always hurt for a reason, dude. His body's just, it, it doesn't happen, right? And yeah. if he can fit into Udonis Haslam type role where he's just the bench guy and the vet, for the team, then that's yeah. awesome. I- Tune in to the Grizz 901 Post Game Show live after every Grizzlies game on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel. Penny, after the game, for those that haven't seen his opening statement, I, I thought, you know, for a lot of people that are just diehard Memphis fans, they probably read it as a rally or heard it as a rally and cry right. like, oh, yeah, you know. Awesome. Go Tigers. Uh, Then he kept going and he was talking about the media and he said, some of the stuff I've read is laughable. Some of the stuff I've heard is laughable. It felt like he was gaslighting the media and a lot of the fan base that have been sort of in that naysayer camp. When he says like, just because we have a downtime and these guys have a downtime doesn't uh, mean that we're, you know, have chemistry issues. It doesn't mean that something is broken about our team, yada, yada, yada. The only thing I'd say to him calling like the media talking about that laughable is you're the one who created those things, Benny. Right. In the end of the day, you can blame the media for what they're writing, but they're writing those things because you created a narrative about this team on the front end. Tune in to On the Bluff with Christian Fowler and Gabe Kuhn every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel. All right, y'all, welcome back to the Anthony the Science Show. 
Got my girl Real Myers in the building. Kenny Stubberfield with me. About to do the three-pointer, man. We talk about three things going in the world of sports. Ain't shit going on with the trade deadline, man. That's what we're going to talk about. I don't know how many points we're going to make, but that's all we're going to talk about. Uh, number one, the New York Knicks, I believe, were the winners of the NBA trade deadline. Uh, got my boy, uh, Taylor Jenkins' brother. Uh, <laughs> my boy, Bogdanovich from Detroit. His little brother, man. Yeah, his little brother, man. Same hairline. And they also got my man <laughs> Alec Burks in the building. Didn't really give up shit. I mean, that's what they sent out. Not shit. That's what the Knicks uh, sent out. Uh, Quinn Grimes went out to uh, Detroit with some other bullshit. Uh, it Knicks. really did. It really did feel like today was, hey, what teams have the what what players have the Grizzlies been interested in for the last three years? Right. And let's just let's all trade them. them at the same time together Everybody. away. Like it's crazy. Quentin Grimes. I feel, I feel like this was the year when we were competing, man. We would have made this shit happen this year, bro. I think so. Because a lot of guys that, that that did get moved were guys that we had interest in for sure. But, but damn all that, we ain't got nothing to compete for. <laughs> I'm good. Uh Ray, what are your thoughts on what the Knicks did today? Uh, going to get the guys they got. I do agree that they won. Um, I don't, I don't know why I wasn't really expecting them to do all of what they did. Oh, they went in. They said, like, man, yeah, we they really fight did. hard to lose in the second round. <laughs> we That's do everything true. we can to still lose in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least they're getting that. Some teams ain't getting that. Yeah, yeah. My team trying to get that. <laughs> yeah, we definitely ain't going to beat us. But no, I like it. I like what they did. They got Alec Burks back. Uh, so he's on his like second stint with them or something. But um, yeah, I think they made some some good moves. Also got the news today that OG Ananobi uh, has some type of hand issue. It's gonna keep him out. He had surgery. It's gonna keep him out for about yeah. three weeks to a month, probably. Yeah, uh, some loose fragments in his elbow. They said. Yeah, elbow. What I say, gotta get hand from. I'm thinking about Zaire Williams. The elbow. Yeah, Zaire Williams on the brain. <laughs> yeah, I'm tripping. I still don't think about Zaire over here. Oh, so, um, well, I, I'm joking, but where does where do you think that ultimately puts them in the East? Because I'm like, okay, y'all still ain't better than Boston. Yeah. You know what? I ain't gonna lie. They kind of strike it when the iron is hot. Because Boston's yeah, the only man. thing I'm gonna say is Boston's good. Is Cleveland better than the Knicks? I don't know. Mm -hmm. they, you know what I mean? They on a tear right, right now, but I, yeah, I don't know. If you ain't Milwaukee, got Milwaukee, Milwaukee changing their, head, their come on, man. Something I'm something weird you. is going on over it's, at Milwaukee. Oh, I don't trust them. I don't trust Milwaukee. I didn't trust them before they fired uh, Adrian Griffin, and now I'm just like, yep. What exactly are y'all doing? And then they made that trade. Um, well, they just got Pat Bev, right? Like, yeah, they just got Pat Bev, that? yeah. That's yeah. that's Doc Rivers' guy. That's Doc yeah. Rivers' guy. So, of yeah. course, they brought him in. Okay, so yeah, what's yeah. he going to come do? Play a little bit of defense? That's it? Like, he's not he contributing to the offense. But bring I guess the they did. Bring Black Air Force <laughs> One energy. Yeah, they <laughs> did need some defense. Because they lost Drew. Right. Where's the defense coming from? He can't so. start, Beverly. I mean, we, I mean. Nah. I mean, so what are you doing? I mean, it's, it's all. It's, it's all that P.J. Tucker energy that they don't have right now. They need that P.J. Tucker energy. Mm -hmm. What if they bring? What if, if I think PJ was saying he wants to get released by the Clippers and go somewhere? I'm like, man, what if Milwaukee got him and Pat Bev right, on the same old. team for the playoffs? Come on, yeah, Black nasty. Air Force One energy and elite Nike energy at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Fusion, <Yeah>. but <laughs> exactly. But here's here's the thing that makes you think about Milwaukee, right? Like we knock teams like the Grizzlies who draft well, the Pelicans who draft well, and and, and can develop players and find these diamonds in the rough in the, in the G league and second round picks. something. I definitely, you know, both of our fan bases, you know, both our teams draft and scout well to get those friends guys. Right. Mm -hmm. We knock team, we knock our teams for not being aggressive or things like that. Then you'll see a team like the bucks who are so top heavy. Like you haven't, you yeah. haven't nailed anything in the draft in, in 10 years. You know what I mean? Even mm -hmm. though you won that championship. Now when your guys have gotten old, 
you just looking old as shit. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> that's something like with the uh, with, with the Bucks is definitely that's a real thing, man. Like they don't they don't have anything to fall back on for sure. Uh, number two on uh, the three pointer is those dastardly Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> whatever way you felt about the Grizzlies being the head of head of schedule, whatever. Yeah, I feel. I'm gonna tell you what Grizzly fans are going through. Mm. Can, can I say that? I can say the D word on here, right? <laughs> Which one? You can say whatever you want, man. Which you D word are you talking? Which D word are you talking about? <laughs> you can edit you want to, bro. The way the NBA was on our dick a few years ago. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, I see where we're to going see, to see that good NBA coochie yanked off of us <laughs> and thrusting down and twerking on the goddamn. Man. Oklahoma, I feel yeah, way about that shit, bro. I saw your tweet about it. Saying something about seeing the OKC. Seeing how fans. stupid their fans sound. Right. Yeah. Saying they're going to yeah, run through yeah. everybody. Like, y'all are not running through nobody. Y'all getting y'all ass bounced. You witnessing what's getting ready to happen to them and everything. Yeah, because cool we was until... we was stupid like that, too. It's like, oh, baby, we're going to run through the West. Yeah. In the playoffs, we grown man basketball started. Get y'all garbage ass out of here, man. Mm-mm. But I yeah, mean, somebody. Like, go my ahead, bad. Bro. I was going to no, say, ahead, back to like the whole hot take thing somebody had said. They, mm-hmm. they named a couple different teams that OKC was sweeping the first round. There's not a single one, man. You're lying. There's not a single one that they Ain't were. happening. It's Ain't happening. happening. But I will say this, though. I do. That Gordon Hayward move pissed me off so bad, bro. So I'm like, man, that's the type of move that a smart ass front, front office makes, bro. <laughs> and I was listening to uh, Daniel Greer and Mark King talking about, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm like, bro, them dudes about to open up $30 million in cap space. And if Gordon Hayward helps in the playoffs, he helps. If he don't, he don't. Yeah. And they, they've got a ton of first-round picks, right? A ton. They're, they dropped. They're going to – that Gordon Hayward contract is going to roll off. And I want to say they sent out three dudes in that deal, right? So that's going to be mm-hmm. – you pick up two more roster spots so you don't have to trade those first-round picks off. You get to draft two more dudes this year because you, you're freeing up the roster. You're going to free up. No, because you're going to roll off Hayward, too. That's three. That's three oh. roster spots you're going to fill up. They so be they playing chess and everybody else playing checkers. Like, bro, like, I, man, I, I commend them folks. They smart as hell. That's that Sam Presti, man. Sam Presti man, is that dude over hell, there, bro. Yeah. yeah. Damn yeah. them, dude. Them dastardly-ass Oklahoma City Thunder, bro. I'm hating, bro, for real. <laughs> like, honestly, like, when they came out and started doing that, like, post-game huddle thing they yeah, do, I'm like – Ooh. That was a grit. Like we got hated <laughs> on for that. In the face, bro. Look how in the face. Yeah, and I, I've seen the Grizzlies fans' reaction to that, and I'm just watching. Like, ooh, man, get y'all play on, man. Y'all Go better get them. Get y'all weak ass out of it, man. Go pray before the game or something like y'all been doing. It man. didn't even look organic. Man, get y'all weird ass about here, man. Freak it didn't ass. look organic at all, man. Yes, uh, what's the boy name? Um, Giddy. Guys, Giddy, man, get y'all. Freaky! <laughs> How crazy is it? How crazy is it? They had hold on, hold, on, hold, on, tell you, hold on, bro. I got a good chick about to come out, man. Josh, get it, get your freak ass off. What's that dude's name, man? Oh no! Uh, a kid, the kid, Leroy, look at ass, man. Get your ass off out of here, man. <laughs> That's what he looked like. Man, get your, <laughs> FGA, get your man. Um. David oh. Rubber from the Temptation movie. Look at that. Wow. And that's, a, that's another reason I don't really care for OKC. I don't care for that's Shay's game, brand of basketball. Yeah, I don't man. care for the throw your head back and we're going to send you to the free throw line. And, yeah, like, and if I complain about that, they're fans because they have fans who are children who will search the team's, yep. you know, their name and go find tweets about their favorite player and be like, well, Shay only shot eight free throws tonight. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about him in general in life. Yeah. Being, being, he's like, what? Top three, probably in free throw attempts per game. Yeah, the last man, time that I saw it, it's, get him out it's of here. 
I, I don't like, and that was a stat from early in the season, but I don't like it at all. I can't stand the folks, bro. I ain't got nothing for him. I ain't got nothing for him. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, number three. Uh, what the hell are the goddamn Toronto Raptors doing? Uh, y'all, are y'all sorry? Are y'all, are y'all trying to be stay? Sorry? I mean, what? Why are we giving away first round picks with Kelo Lenny, man? It, it is five in the afternoon on Thursday as we record this. I'm still wondering, like, why? Why do y'all? What are y'all doing? Any thoughts what they got going y'all? on? And it was weird because I feel like last year the whole thing was OG. Everything was about OG. Mm-hmm. We want this, 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 and that for OG. I think the Pelicans were in play for that, and they were like, well, "We want uh, Dyson, and we want Trey, and we probably want some picks in there too." And we was like, "You know what? <laughs> Thanks for your time, but no." Um, and then all of a sudden, OG went for, you know, whatever he went for. And it's just like, what is, what's their front office like? What are they doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, like you guys, what, I have no idea what they're doing. Whatever it is, I don't like it. And they, and I feel like there's some GMs, like, I feel like the, the Pelicans front office, we don't want to lose a trade. Like, we're not going to make it just to be making it. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to lose a trade. That trade that we made for CJ McCollum, where we got Larry Nance and we got Tony mm-hmm. Snell, even though Tony was, like, expiring. Um and we sent out Nikhil Alexander Walker and Didi Lizada, who nobody even knows who that is anyway, outside of New Orleans, mm-hmm. and like whoever else we sent. Like, we won that trade, but we're not just gonna be making no moves just to be <laughs> making moves, you know? But like, and that's what it seemed like Toronto was doing at first, not it just like, ah, whatever, we'll take Kyra Lewis Jr. Oh, you know what? We'll actually send him away two weeks later at the deadline. <laughs> yeah, they make, they, then they're doing this making sense, man. Like, why are y'all giving away Nothing. first round picks? Like, it's. That's nuts. It's crazy. I don't get it. You you said something made me think too. Why weren't y'all more active at the deadline? I think that they're very. I think they're pleased with the piece. Because y'all could have gave Atlanta whatever they wanted for Dejounte Murray. I ain't gonna lie. I'm so well, glad y'all didn't do that. To. We didn't want if they they wanted her. We not giving up her. Like it's just not happening. You wouldn't just, have given up her for Dejounte? No. Got his stranger no. thing. Lucas looking ass about him so no. quick. You for real? I think I think Dejounte is still living off his like defensive reputation that he had a few years ago. Mm. Herb, though, no, nah, we, we wasn't doing a back it. backcourt with DeJounte and CJ? Woo! We, we wasn't doing it. Uh-uh, we wasn't doing it. Whenever they was trying to get... But it, but, and it wasn't just going to be Herb. We was going to have to give him something else, too, I'm sure. They want a CJ or something, probably, too. Oh, man, nah. So now, and CJ's having his best season right now from the floor, I want to say. Um, Because he missed... We, we messed up his streak with all our injuries and stuff. We messed up his playoff streak. Last year was the first time he ever missed the playoffs in his career. And he had mm-hmm. a long offseason, and it's all he's been talking about and thinking about and so now CJ's just on like a war path and the team's you yeah, know largely seen, healthy. So yeah, yeah like beast, man. I've I've been hearing from Memphis fans, they'd be like, Man, CJ tear us up every time. And I'd be like, Really? For real? So I'm gonna have to like he's <laughs> number one. We have a list of Grizz killers, and he is he's number, number one. <laughs> and when we say list, like That's when we say crazy. Grizz killer, like wow, CJ McCollum help the bell. Listen, listen. <laughs> He's the dude that broke Mike Conley's face. Like, you remember that? He goes back that far. Man, yeah, I was, it's, they was talking about that recently too, and I was just like, damn. But and remember I didn't he, even remember that at all. That's the crazy man. part. Is I didn't remember it. Broke but, his face in the playoff, man. Yeah, I'm sure he was up the damn series. <laughs> but no, man, I think that we, I think our front office is okay with the guys that we have. They just. <laughs> the injuries have derailed us so much. And it's like right now we're the healthiest we've been in this entire tenure since we've had this set of mm. people, like since B.I. and Zion got there. So um, I think they're just like, you know what, let's just see. We're kind of getting – we're off to the best start through 51 games, like I want to say in history, or at least since they rebranded to the Pelicans. They've never been um, 30 and 21 or whatever through 51 games. So yeah. I think that they're just like, look, we'll take our chances. We're kind of starting to string some wins together right now. We're getting into a good stretch of the season. So – Let's stay with what we have. 
maybe we can let Jonas Valanciunas test the market in the offseason and we might be able to retain him. Um, I thought that they'd send out some seconds. I mean, I thought that they would send out Najee Marshall and try to get some seconds back because we mm-hmm. sent out our seconds out with Devontae Graham last season to get mm-hmm. uh to get him off the book. So I think that they explored what they needed to explore. And if the deal wasn't there, they, again, they're not going to make the deal if they're not going to win it. So yeah. we're going to see what we're going to roll with. And hopefully the guys stay healthy and we can get, you know, get into the playoffs outright. Don't mess with the plan. And hopefully we match up with like the Kings or something in the first round. Ooh, that'd be a that'd fun be series. Nasty. Yeah. That'd be a fun series. Yeah. <laughs> I, like be nasty. King, I like the Kings a lot. And yeah, I like I them a lot too. I like them a lot too. They, they kind of fool when they play us this season. I don't know what happened. We got one more matchup against them because Due to the in-season tournament, we have an extra game against them. So we played them four times, yeah. and we still have one more. But they we've swept so far for yeah. nothing. So um, that would be a fun series, and hopefully it would look just like how the regular season's been looking with them. But uh, I think that they feel confident that they can compete with anybody as long as they're healthy. So we'll see what happens. I got a question go. for you. I got a question for you real quick. Mm-hmm. It's something I've been wanting to ask you for a while. What was the what was the feeling on in the New Orleans streets about Zion over the uh, – over the offseason, like, not even not even just acting a fool, but like with all the I mean, with all the history, all the injuries, all yeah. the was there were New Orleans fans ready to to cut or were they ready to or were they still riding with him? Uh, I can't really I can't really remember. I feel like there was definitely a lot of scrutiny um, surrounding the Mariah Mills stuff. And they're like, he's not, you know, taking things seriously because he's out here running around with strippers and things like that. Um, so I feel like it was mixed. I feel like some of us were just like, all right, bro, get serious. And other people were like, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> what, yeah. what are we doing here? You know, it's yeah. been we're going into year five of having him and stuff. So um, I can't really this summer was crazy. I can't really remember what the what yeah. the general consensus was but for me i'm just like i was willing to give it to like the trade deadline like look let's see if we're going to be healthy and if we're not we need to move on from one of these guys and for me i prefer to keep zion over keeping bi and a lot of people look at me like really and i'm like yeah yeah exactly yeah i bi is great uh but he's not generational the way zion's generational Mm. when zion's healthy so, so, so you still have faith that Zion can turn around and be something closer to the guy that we thought he'd be? Because I ain't gonna lie, that that yeah. first healthy year he had, man, that Ooh. dude was look, looking like the scariest dude I've seen since Shaq. For real, yeah. though. he'll For he, real he's though. never going to be he's never going to be Duke Zion like that's he he was he was a child then like a man man uh, Zion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's never he's never going to be that guy. Um, but. Like last year, I feel like he was probably in the MVP conversation in December last year. He had his first in the Western Conference for a little while. And we were in and, and at that time when we were first in the Western Conference, we hadn't seen B.I. for a month because he hit his toe yeah. on Dylan Brooks shoe. <laughs> yeah, so we villain, hadn't seen him for a while, but we were still number one just off the strength of Zion playing out of his mind. So mm-hmm. in that second season that he had, uh, the 2020-2021 seasons, when he had like the most efficient season, um, I want to say in his career, but oh, the team God. surrounding us. And, and B.I. and so Zion, they, <laughs> they played 61 games apiece, I want to say, and that's the most games either one of them played their whole time here, but they were under Stan Van Gundy and everybody hated him and nobody wanted to play ball no more. Mm. And our supporting cast sucked. So now it's like, okay, we have them both healthy again, and now we have a much better supporting cast. So... Let's see what they can do, and hopefully, man, hopefully to give give the city something to be excited about. Because right now, yeah. football yeah. team is trash. I don't watch football, so I don't care. But these Saints fans is in hell. Really, <laughs> really for real, like a, a lady me, bro. Like literally everything <laughs> she say is the same shit. 
it is wild how like linked Ja and Zion have been since even their AAU days in yeah. South Carolina and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And they're both of their summers this past summer, like what they both went through, kind of like yeah. with all the all the, the nonsense, bullshit. The, the bullshit, right? Like <laughs> it's just crazy because like here in Memphis, <laughs> on some other shit, it was a ride or die. Like nobody was ready. I mean, like folks were yeah. like, the national media was like, you know. Grizzlies need to cut, like they need to cut bait on jaw, like get rid. It's break. it's over with, all that kind of stuff. And we're sitting here yeah, going, man, crazy that sound. <laughs> stupid, man. What are y'all talking about? Right. This summer we were more crazy. we were mad at we were more mad at uh DTAP for filming them than we were for him right. putting the gun, bringing the gun out. <laughs> right. Like, come on, man, you got to put the camera out all the time yeah, for well, man. Why are you pulling the phone out, man? Put the phone yeah. away. We were mad no, at Dylan was... Brooks for, for taking too many shots than we were for doing it. <laughs> I can't stand watching that dude with that broke jump shot, man. But no, oh, this man. summer was crazy. Um, I went to this camp that T. Morant showed up at, mm-hmm. and I was filming while he was talking. And so I posted this video about Is that your T. clip? Wait, that stop. was my clip. That was your clip? <laughs> when he said, my son, you know, he's responsible for his own actions, blah, blah, whatever. That was the that was probably the only time when I was filming something and I was thinking, yeah, I'm finna come up off of this. <laughs> like, I bet this when I followed you then. Like that, that was your been. clip. I had no idea that was your clip. It's like, that's crazy. Who, that's, who that's probably why I don't remember you. following you. That's probably when I followed you when you posted that clip. Yeah, one of the Pelicans, um, one of their like developmental coaches. I'm really cool with him, and he was one of the coaches running that camp. Mm-hmm. And I want to say the year before, Ja had actually gone to that camp. Uh, but you know, this summer he was, you know, just doing this thing. He was away from everybody, whatever have you. But Ja's dad showed up, his whole camp showed up. And so I got to spend some time, you know, hanging out with them and everything. Um, and I want to say, I don't remember who the guy was. I don't know his name. I don't know if he was an uncle or something like that. But he basically was saying the same thing. Like, your boy, he boneheaded. He got the camera. It ain't even all that serious. Like, we're not worried about it, you know? <laughs> so well, they're in the, he was in his driveway at his house. Like, what are you <laughs> doing, man? What are you, why we got to get the camera out? These children, man, these youngsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They don't know no better. Don't know so no better. yeah, man, that 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 whole thing was super crazy. And I was like, I was defending T because I was like, did y'all even hear what he said in this video, bro? Like he's saying yeah. he's responsible for his own actions. Like, and he's telling what he was telling those kids was like, look, just be careful who you surround yourself with. Make yep. your own decisions. Make sure you make good decisions. Bing, bang, boom. Like that's it. And everybody was like, he's part of the problem. And it's like, are you listening? Yeah, folks, are, folks are always ready to get up right. after, always. after T Morant, man. It's always. crazy. I was like, nah, man, T was in that gym talking to every single person that wanted to talk to him. He was just, he's just a regular dad who happens to have visibility because he ends up courtside at these games. And so if, and if the cameras is on him, he's just like, whatever, like I'm having fun. Yeah. I'm hitting a Bernie. I'm, That's you know, what whatever. I ain't he mad just, at T. He was all. nice. He was very nice, dude. You know, we took a selfie, whatever have you. I felt it felt weird the next day because I feel like he probably was like, "You posted your damn video yesterday. You got these," but he probably don't even care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he probably don't even care. It's just right. people are gonna say what they want to say. I was just there documenting stuff because I was taking videos, of everything anyway. So, yeah, man, I'm 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 right. always defending T as a dad, and it was the same thing with Lavar, and that's why I became um, so into what was going on with Lonzo and Jello and Melo because. They just want the hoop, and it's not their fault that their dad is loud, but he's just right. a dad. <laughs> he didn't calm his ass down. That I ain't seen that. I ain't he seen has. that man in about two years. I, don't know where I ain't seen him. I ain't seen him. He, he's very quiet. And if I do see yeah. him, he ain't saying nothing. <laughs> yeah, he's chilling. He's hey, chilling. Mitchell though. You got three boys who got NBA checks for sure. So, this man, what? <laughs> Definitely a comedy. Like who who like done said, that? <laughs> like I said one time, man, you got to get props to that man. Balls, man. You, man, you shot out three NBA <laughs> players, bro. Hey, who the hell did <laughs> that shit? 
I'm just, I'm just happy. Big game baller brand. Age, you know what I mean? I'm just happy. Big goes baller today. brand. Hey. <laughs> Boisterous. Uh, <laughs> 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 whatever balls. Probably. So another oh, B word yeah. balls. Yeah. Whatever. And now, uh, final question from my homie, Real Myers. Uh, content creator out of New Orleans. Y'all seen her on Twitter, man. Real superstar. I want to be like her one day if I keep going. <laughs> um, if I keep living. Uh, forgot to ask you this in the first segment of the show. Mm-hmm. You're coming to Memphis uh, next week. Yeah. What, when, I don't know how long you're going to be here. I know you said you might gotta get a day to just kick it or whatever. If you do have that free yeah. time to just do your thing, what do you plan on doing in Memphis? What you plan on eating in Memphis? Man, I hadn't even thought about it. There's um the dude, uh, his name's Ant, I think Grizz fan Ant. He was yeah, like, Yeah, he got his restaurant. Yeah, you come through, I'm, I'm gonna hook you up, I'm gonna feed you. And so yeah. I'm gonna have to go see him. So I think I don't know what time I'm getting in, but on Sunday at some point in the evening, I'll be getting in there. And then Monday, I'm just ain't gonna be doing nothing until the game starts. So um, and then I'm leaving on, on Tuesday. So I gotta pretty much kind of like figure out what my itinerary is gonna be. Uh, as far as what I'm gonna eat and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I definitely gotta go visit Ant, see what's up with him, see what he got. And um, I have a friend who lives out there, um, and I'll be going to the game with her, so I'm sure she probably could, you know, recommend something really? too. So, but when I go out of town to go to go watch these games, I just be like, all right, look, how many hours to the game? Right, we, we're doing something <laughs> local for sure. I ain't doing no sure. no chain restaurants, no nothing. Yeah, but, I'm like, uh, look, where, where can I go get some grub? <laughs> I will give you some recommendations, but ain't none of these folks paying me. You pay me, you could I could have blew you up. If you was a sponsor, I could have blew your ass up right now. But no, nah, like, let's right. try it. Free recommendations. Ain't, ain't shit free. In 2024, <laughs> man. Quit playing with me. The price. Y'all, is, I know y'all the thought y'all about to get a shout out, man. You get nothing, man. <laughs> That's what they thought, didn't they, Ken? They thought that, man. But it ain't they nothing free around here. That's yep. what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm trying to get uh, sponsors and stuff. You know, they be putting my videos hey. on ESPN, TikTok. Hey, ESPN. You get paid for that stuff. Nah, man, I have a friend who works for ESPN Social, and he'd be like, "Hey, can we use this?" And I'd be like, "Put it on there now." And so, like. It's getting me visibility and stuff, so I'm just like, I'm cool. It's whatever. Um, right. Come off some change for you now, for right. real. <laughs> but hey. That's what I was saying. Like these sponsors, like I, you could have been in front of ESPN's 44 million followers with your logo yep. on my video, but y'all playing. So yeah, see, Kenny, this how they dropping the ball because we got a couple of restaurants <laughs> we going back and forth with dragging their feet. See, if y'all don't want to you could have you could have hit you could have hit rail with a with one right now, but they yep. dragging my their girl could have been in there, man, doing the full review and everything. Y'all folks might be dragging your feet. We tried and rated one through ten. Man, we could have blew you up, man. But I tell you what, man, that's my girl, Real Myers, man. Check her out on Twitter, man. I'm telling you, she's amazing. One of my favorite followers on there. It ain't many people I really pull for to just just keep doing their thing. And but you are definitely one on Real. We appreciate you. Come I appreciate you. But I tell you what, y'all, we about to take a break. When we come back, we gonna go inside the same brain here on Edge in the Same Show. See y'all in a minute. Yeah. But Vince Williams is the closest thing we've seen to Tony Allen. One hundred percent, Tony Allen. Uh, we've, we, I think that 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 has been really thrown around very loosely in a kind of just joking manner for a lot of people, uh, because you know everybody for the love that we have for TA, such a such a uh, uh, big pack, big factor in this franchise. He, we throw that thing around. We throw that grand, the grindson thing around lightly because it's kind of funny on Twitter. But he is the closest thing to Tony Allen that has been so far in a Memphis uniform. And I, I yeah. think that's very, I mean, D'Anthony Melton might have been the other, but, but to your point, you, and that that's what made me think about this is that the 
fearlessness that he plays with, that's what Tony Allen played with. He yeah. did not care who you were. He doesn't he doesn't see a name on that. Tune in to the Daily Grind with Mark King and Luke Hatmaker at 1 p.m. every Monday through Friday live on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel. So we, we've kind of talked about the lack of a culture, the lack of culture that this team seems to have. Like there's not a true identity to them. And I, I'm just curious, how hard is that to, to have a culture when you only have Malcolm and Jaden back from last year? So you, you don't really, you're not really retaining much. So it yeah. seems like I mean you I don't, don't I think you can still have a culture that you're instilling from day one that they're here. I mean he said it himself like he'd been going easier and letting things slide that he normally wouldn't. Like why are you doing that? Are you doing yeah. that because these guys are older and you think that they can get away with it and still win game? Like why? Yeah. So I think the portal definitely plays a role, and he's got to establish and hold everybody to the same standard, no matter who it is. If it's a fifth-year senior or if it's a freshman that's walking in the door, like you got to treat everybody the same way in the program and hold all of them sure. to the same standard. And I don't think that that happens. Yeah. Tune in to Tigers Untapped with TJ Willis and Trey Lasley every Wednesday at 3 p.m. on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel. Right, y'all welcome back to the edge of the same show final final segment of the show shout out to my girl real myers man just super dope interview man super dope conversation after the interview uh man with her as well man just uh staying on with us for two segments man she didn't have to do that man that was I fun. Do not, that, for sure so uh man just man just super man really just glad to have her on man just really pulling for her with the stuff yeah. that she's doing man because she deals with a lot of bullshit, bro that i can relate to and some of that i can't relate to because there's certain things right. about her that i'll never be one of those is a woman, you know. What I mean? So right, uh, it's right. just stuff that she deals with. That on top of the stuff that I know that she deals with with being a minority uh, in this business, man, for sure. So shout out to my girl Real Myers doing her thing down there in New Orleans, man. Uh, yeah, it, like I said, I feel like I was talking to a lady version of myself because we were going right. through so much of the same shit, and we yeah. do so much of the same shit, man, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, inside the same brain where we talk about something going on in the world that typically does not have to do with sports. Um, I got a question, Kitty Stubblefield. Um, you know how something was kind of cool the first time, then when you start thinking about it, it's like, okay, it really ain't cool, man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then you see it again, like, all right, bro, like, no, nah, all right, enough. And yeah. that, what that is is the the comedic guest on Club Shay Shay who come in and they're just kind of shitting on each other, like, okay, I'm over, bro. If, if you all are wondering what we're talking about, uh, your girl Monique, the comedian, came on uh, Club Shay Shay show. And she was getting her shit off about this, that, and the other. I'm like, all right, bro. I'm, I'm out on all this, man. And, and, and here's my thing. A comedian, comedians are here to entertain us and to make us laugh, right? I don't care about this hating that shit y'all got towards each other, man. Man. It's like if, if y'all like if y'all aren't the ones who are gonna be positive and making me laugh, who the hell is supposed to do it? Right. You know what right. I mean? And it's like, when when are we gonna start making video? Okay, and I can't remember who it was. I saw that somebody said Dave Chappelle said this. I didn't see Dave said this, but they said somebody was like, somebody said Dave Chappelle was like, you know, 
we, when I say we, I mean black comedians, right? He was saying we've had to fight against oppression and not being given the op- equal footing and all this stuff forever. Like, why are we doing this to each other, man? Like, yeah, you know. And I saw a video not too long ago where a guy said, uh, he said, man, why is it that every time we do something, meaning black people, why is it every time we do something great, other black people have to say, well, he was sucking a dick to do that. <laughs> or, he was, right. or he's Illuminati. So like, why? What we just can't say, man, that dude's the shit, man. That dude did, that dude did his thing. And, and, it, and it really, it really bothers me, man. Like, and I get I get some of the stuff Cat Williams is saying. I get some of the stuff as Monique is saying. But it's like, man, I just don't know what I don't know what Shannon Sharp is doing, bro. Like, I man. get it. You're in the job, your your job is about you're in the sorry, you're in the business of clicks, man, uh content, getting people to come on and say this and people get people to do that. But I'm like, man, you're coming off messy as hell, bro. You coming like just off real. Just super gossipy. Just man, get out of here, bro. Like, since I mean, he left Fox, he has made a turn in terms of, like, have you watched any of the Chad Ochocinco podcast that he does? A little bit, like, bro, I like just, the, remember the we Me- talked about him, the Megan the Stallion, stuff. yeah, with that Megan the Stallion. Like, bro, you just doing too much, bro. Like, you literally just saying what you would do to this woman. That's somebody's lady, man. Like, that's somebody's, on, somebody's yeah. daughter. That's somebody's <laughs> right. friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you would do to her, man. Stop. And I don't yeah. believe you, by the way. <laughs> no, I don't believe you. Yeah, yeah. I think you're a lie. I think you were. I think you're a lie. <laughs> but he's it, it. It definitely. Listen, man. Like we all know how this business works. Mm-hmm. Maybe not to the same level as obviously not to the same level as a Cat Williams or a Monique. But man, sometimes it's best just to stop talking and like just mm-hmm. just work, just create, just continue yeah. to run in your lane, right? And and I feel like. I feel like Shannon Sharp is is has become a part of the problem instead of a part of the solution, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and that's where I met with this. Like, it just feels like it feels su- like what he did with Cat and what he did with Monique. It feels super exploitive, and I don't like mm-hmm. it. I th- it. It makes me really uncomfortable. It's like a two hours of a talking tabloid. I'm like, man, I don't have yeah. time for this. This feels like the National Enquirer talking. Yeah, and it's just it's just the cat the Cat Williams interview. It went super viral, and I don't know. I don't know if he's trying to repeat that, or he's just trying to stay in that lane. But man, I don't like seeing my. Com- I'm I'm a dude. I call. I consider myself a funny dude, man. I don't like seeing my comedic superheroes fighting against each other. Like, bro, this is stupid, bro. Like, this yeah. is. It's all just dumb, and it's it's all stuff we've already seen and heard before. I'm I'm just totally out on it, man. I, I'm super good on, on it all, to be honest with you. So, no, I feel. And you. I think I think he's just too talented. I think he's too talented for that, man. And it's like. You look like a. It just kind of bothers me to see this huge, this huge man like being like Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame football player. Not even Barbara Walters being being a TMZ, being a shade room, being a like it's like he's basically taking the shade room and turn or or what's it called Clubhouse. He's taking Clubhouse and put it on Uh a nice little onto a nice little set. And I'm like, hey man, like what are we doing here? Like I'd rather see him have like a real. Just solid conversation with somebody, yeah. messy shit, man. Like it's, it's because he's a super thoughtful individual. Yeah. Like yeah. he's, he's not, he's not a dumb dude at all. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, you know, because that 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 video he did with uh with Cat Williams was like, <clears throat> I think somebody said that was one of the biggest, most viewed like yeah. podcast interview segment ever or something like that. Like yeah, right, he put out that, 
he put out he put out a graphic with all the numbers that it did in a matter of like 48 hours and bro yeah. it was wild yeah i'm like, already know yeah but yeah i just i'm just kind of over it, bro like i, I want to see <clears throat> i want to see black people just kind of build each other up more than just attacking each other within their field man it's like it's kind of like I don't know, man. It's like it's like if I was getting here and just started talking bad about Jason Smith or right the Michael Cole. Like, like, like for what? CJ hurt us. You know what I mean? Like, right. well, you know, you know how CJ got the job in the Grand City media, right? You know he was over there eating ass. I mean, come right. on. Whoa! <laughs> hey, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Wait, not even allegedly. <laughs> do the research. Do the research. <laughs> when have you yeah. ever you hear CJ talking about his wife? When have you ever seen his wife? And all this, so yeah, yeah. Like, do the re- like, what's the point, you bro? sound like, so much like Cat. Yeah. Do the research. Do the research. <laughs> do you start? You gotta. You gotta be Monique and start adding <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> why you think? Why you think Avery Wilson don't have me on this news show? No, right, 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 right. Why you think? <laughs> Nobody cares, man. Like that's the thing. Like nobody hey, cares. Why, why Avery Wilson ain't got me on? That <laughs> Avery Wilson. <laughs> oh man, you why you think why you think why ain't Red got me on this show no more, man? Come on, right, 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 right. No, nah, they ain't doing it no more. I don't think I need to check, baby. Y'all still doing this? <laughs> yeah, oh man, just messy, it, man. It is this bullshit, bro. Hey, would, you ever, you what, man? would you ever let your girl call you daddy? <laughs> huh? Would you ever let your girl call you daddy? What you mean, like Monique? Man, you know, she calls I her, I don't even know what Monique. Bro, I'm you know talking about, can, I'm talking she, about she, Cintegas and Monique saying some dumb shit. I'm like, all right, bro, this is stupid. I'm not going. She calls her husband daddy. Oh, yeah, my girl called me dad. Yeah, yeah. Fuck <laughs> that's what she into. Shit, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, man. All right, bro. I'm about to go down another rabbit hole. Uh, y'all might as well know. Hey, bro, where all you right. at? It's fine because this is inside the same, bro. This is. I'm listening to my boy Jason the John. When I said Jason Smith, maybe think about. It. I'm listening to Jason John's show, right? And they were saying something about uh, foot fetishes or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Where you at with feet, bro? I'm a feet guy, bro. Where you at with it? Man, I'm I'm not a foot guy. I'm leaving alone. There. I ain't got shit else to say. Cause I'm coming out. Hey, hey. Nah, man. It's she. never done it. Never done it for me. Nah, she. All right, but yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> shout out to the what, shout out to the potential sponsors, man. Let's yeah, leave that one alone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, hey, I might cut a commercial with somebody goddamn doing pedicure. Right. Shit, I can show up do a live recording and uh, be somebody, real. We got some pedicure places that are like, oh really? Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, they might be getting inside <laughs> the gonna, same brain. Is that gonna go the way you think it's gonna go? <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, y'all gonna get Anthony. a goddamn lawsuit. You will it might be in it, bro. Inside the same brain, sponsored by, and it's Anthony getting a pedicure the whole time. Yeah, nah, it ain't gonna be me. I'm being that mug on some creep shit. Just look, look no, at this, man. But nah, man. I'm good <laughs> on that. For my girl, Real Myers, man. For my boy, Kenny Stubberfield. Anthony the Sane. We'll see you guys next time, y'all. And we up out of here. Thank you for listening to The Anthony Sane Show. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and a review wherever you download your podcasts. Also, like and subscribe to Bluff City Media's YouTube page. 
For comprehensive coverage of Memphis sports, head over to www.bluffcitymedia.co and find out how you can become an insider. We will see you back here next week.